If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 4342. Don't you always want to be the best you can be? The Frankie Boyer Show. What is this? It's more than a lifestyle show. It's a show about living in today's world. I think something is happening. Frankie enthusiastically brings an amazing eclectic mix to the airwaves. You got that right. One of the reasons she's earned legions of loyal fans is very simple. When you listen to the Frankie Boyer Show, you just never know what's going to happen next. So listen for yourself. Here is Frankie Boyer. And welcome. Hi, everybody. It is Biz Talk Radio, and I'm Frankie Boyer. Welcome to the program. And I welcome our good friend, Mark McCor- I'm Brian McCormick from Goldman McCormick PR. They have a very successful PR firm. And, I, you know, I'm so glad you're with us today, Ryan. And Ryan's also a fellow broadcaster with the Outer Limits radio show, which is a fascinating look at how we are in the world or out of this world and people sharing some extraordinary stories that happen that you have to tune in and he will give you all that good information of how to do that. Welcome. It's it's always a pleasure. And Ryan, when we are getting back to the routines of school and work and, you know, we've had a, a, a casual, more casual time during the summer months, even in the workplace. Is it easy or harder to pull pull in the ranks again and get back into that work mode with fellow employees once you've loosened them? I I find it might be a little more difficult. Ms. Boyer, it's a great honor to be with you today on your show. And I just want to say that during the summer months, my partner Mark and I, we're like solar paneled. We're so we, we we thrive on the sun, so the more the sun is outside I'd say that it kinda of gives us an energy boost. So we work just as hard as we do during the year, but I think when it's sunny outside you've got all these wonderful things to look to. I think it kinda of puts an extra, you know, step in your beat. So yeah, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. I think when you have people that you respect, people that you work for, it's you know, you owe it to them to give them your best all the time. All the time, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I like, sorry. go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say that, you know, we, we have some tips we can offer about um, things that you could do to, to work with your clients and show them respect all the time. What are some of the things that you recommend? Because, well, yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. I would say one of the things we recommend is that um, you always embody exceptional manners. You never pass up a chance to say please or thank you. Always try to have exceptional etiquette with your clients, and that includes you know, how you eat your mannerisms, making sure that you you use a napkin, and mm-hmm. I would say never cursing in front of them. Don't ever don't raise your voice about that. These are little things because I think that you know when you exemplify a certain etiquette of upper class, that's they'll feel even more comfortable being with you. They'll know that they are working with you, that you're working on behalf of. They're working with somebody from the upper class, so I think that's very crucial. 
You know, I have to tell you, I sometimes am too fast on the computer, and I'll send out something without saying thank you or without addressing a name. And, and I find myself doing that, and I'm trying really hard to correct that because it really does uh, make a big difference in the tone and the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I think in electronics, too, people, sometimes they don't take things. They, 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 it's difficult because they only interpret it through a different way, but if you get that face-to-face correspondence, and if you speak to people on the phone, I wish I did that more, actually, because when people speak to you on the phone, they can hear the tonality. They can hear you pause. You have more of an opportunity to express things. It's just easier sometimes for people to um, to know about certain things. So we always say that too. And uh, Frankie, one other thing we recommend is that if you're working anywhere, we always say that clients are not your are they're your boss, they're not your friend. So we don't recommend anyone ever friending your boss on Facebook. Do not give them access to your tweets. Do not friend your clients on Facebook either because here's the thing. If you start presenting your personal life, you don't want to give them another reason to judge you or to look at you in a different way other than your professional attitude towards them. If clients see that you're having a good time, you're on vacation, and they don't feel that they're being serviced enough, they're going to say, well, listen, this person obviously has got time to go to the beach. They've got time to do all these adventures and post all these selfies. What about me? So highly recommend don't ever, ever do that. Don't ever, ever get your personal life involved with your work life. I think that's really um, a wonderful tip, really wonderful tip. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think there has to be a division. There has to be boundaries. Yeah. Some people will do it. They have no problem doing it. Uh, they'll send things out. Another tip we always offer is to always be listening that your clients that you have, they're going to be speaking to you even when they are not saying anything. Their silence is just as important as whatever they, they say. So I would say that uh, you, you, you want to be listening to everything as well that they're saying always let them speak more than you and utilize your intuition in their communication because sometimes they may be saying something but they're really conveying a different uh, energy. One time one of my clients, Frankie, wrote three dots after a line. I don't know what it was, but I just got a bad feeling about this. Well, anyway, it caused me no sleep for three days and I went crazy getting a lot of press for this particular client, and they didn't write the three dots afterwards. So I, I think that that was a, a gut feeling that they weren't happy. But, you know, listening requires all things. And when you listen to people, I'd say that look at them right in the eye and make sure that your feet are pointed directly towards them. That's actually a body language tip from Joe Navarro. And, you know, always make sure that your feet are pointing in the direction of the people you're looking at and look at them in the eye. I like that. That's true. Thank you. You can see that sometimes at at um, meetings when people's they're they're like their feet are sideways, and you wonder are they fully engaged? Yeah, they could be feeling up in space. Navarro, Joe Navarro says that that is one of the keys. Uh, one of the other ones is is called never outshine the client, which is the lesson I actually got from Robert <laughs> Greene's book called Never yeah. Outshine the Master. So the, the key is that. If your client is 95% proficient proficient in math and you're 100% proficient in math, you don't tell the client you're 100% proficient. You always, always give them the glory. Never outshine your client. If your client is doing a radio show and you're doing a radio show, their radio show is always better than yours because you are working on behalf of them. 
and yeah. you, know, you yeah. always give always give your client the credit because that's what they're that's part of the experience is that they're they're working with you to rise and to rise up and this is can be applied to sales it can be applied to PR it can be applied to media always make them first and always you always you have to absolutely I I I, I love these tips I love these Thank tips Thank you Ryan let me ask you a question Sure Um. I have a friend who has been in the fight of her life with cancer and Sorry. and and she's winning the she's winning the fight. She's really winning the fight. But she had a client and she was working so hard for this client and I I begged her. I said, "Please tell the client you have you're sick." And she said, "No, absolutely not. I have a job to do." I said, but you're going in for treatment. You're doing all of these things. That I think the client would be understanding. And she said, I, I, I don't want to use that card. I don't. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, in one way, I respect that I, because there has been plenty of times over the years where Mark and I have been extremely sick, and we don't we we're we're, we're working every day. We have to know, let people know that we're working every day. I mean, in the case of having cancer, I think that you know it's one that you can definitely tell your client that you're sick. I mean, because that's that's exceptionally extraordinary. But I mean, one way I respect it, I don't ever tell people what, if I'm taking a day off or from out or from from sick and incapacity because I feel that if people are trusting you uh, to service them, if they are trusting you with their business, then they deserve 100% of your of your time and if you can't give 100% one day then you then you, you take a weekend you take a day off and you you make it off to them so i, I think it's a it's a it's an honorable uh, thing to do is to to always be working for your clients yeah i i i you know i didn't agree with her with that one particular client but i i think you know that she's now back and almost 100% good and she had to take some time off with this one particular client, but it became mutual. He had some other things happening, and so the project got, thank goodness, the project got put on hold. And I'm so grateful because, it, you know, to have her work that way and the, the added pressure, um, because she too is a professional and wants to give 100% to her clients. And when you're when you're fighting, and I can see both sides of the story. I can see both sides of the story. So thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing extraordinary tips. Great honor. And uh, we appreciate all that you do. Give us the website and how people can find the Outer Limits Radio, please. Sure. Uh, two different websites. One of them is Goldman McCormick PR, and that is Goldman, G-O-L-D-M-A-N-M-C-C-O-R-M-I-C-K.com. And the other one is the Outer Limits of Inner Truth. And that is OuterLimitsRadio.com, where we explore all facets of human consciousness. Awesome. Thanks so much, Rye. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Frankie Boyer. You're listening to us on BizTalk Radio. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What if you could have a career? 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is BizTalk Radio, America's home for business talk. Online at biztalkradio.com. And welcome back. It is Frankie Boyer, BizTalk Radio, biztalkradio.com. I heard about this story and absolutely got so excited and said, oh my gosh, can the, can the founder come on? Because this is such a great story, everybody. You know, when I go to the hair salon, it's so tedious. And I, I don't have a lot of patience. And they put the color on, and you have to wait, and there's always waiting and waiting and waiting. Can you imagine what it must be like for someone with autism going to a hair salon? Can you only imagine? Well, joining us today is the the founder of Barber's Blueprint, and I love the name, Barber's Blueprint. Arthur Ishkoff is with us, and you recognized that this could be even more nerve-wracking for people with autism. And tell us how this all came about. Well, thank you for the opportunity for uh, having me on your show. I'm very excited. Um, so we've been in business for about 11 years, and the idea to um, be sensory inclusive was actually my wife's idea. Her name is Elena. And uh, so she inquired with this company called um, culturecity.org, and they provided, they provided with those uh, sensory bags. Um, in sensory bags, they have, you know, noise-canceling headphones, uh, some fidget toys, place cards, and uh, we figured, you know, because um, we, we have children on our own, so we figured, you know, as a parent uh, with a child with autism, it can be pretty nerve-wracking to, you know, go to a public place and get a haircut. And uh, a lot of parents that I've spoke to uh, over the years have said that um, they just cut their children's hair at home because, you know, they, they don't want to be labeled with the stigma and they don't want to be embarrassed when they're in public. So we figured, you know, let's, uh, we'll be the first, you know, haircutting place in New York City to offer um, services for kids with autism. Sure. And this is something we're very passionate about, and, uh, you know, it's been working out very well for us. Well, you know, I would think that the noise from the hair dryers could be daunting for, for all of us, let alone if you have autism. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So what we do is um, when we take care of kids with autism, we generally do not use the blow dryers because it's way too, uh, it's too noisy. And uh, what we'll do is we'll uh, apply the sensory, uh, the canceling, the canceling, uh, noise canceling headphones on their ears. And uh, we also use a special pair of buzzers that doesn't vibrate too hard, so it doesn't feel too, uh, too overwhelming for the child. Oh, of course, because of the touch issues, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. And then what we do is we also turn down the, the music as well, make sure the music is at a very low volume. And then we also ask our clients and, uh, you know, our employees and barbers to also uh, keep the noise down and keep the talking to a minimum. So we create this, you know, uh, very calm, sensing environment. So and that's what it's all about, really. I just love that you're doing this. Can you imagine having autism 
and finding a place that really understands and, you know, you create this experience. And what what's it like for the for the 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 client that has autism? Tell us some of the experiences, please. Arthur. Oh, absolutely. So, um, clients with autism, whether they're uh, children or adults, you know, children and adults alike, they actually appreciate that uh, we're sensory inclusive. Uh, we've got a lot of positive feedback uh, feedback from them. There's this one particular uh, child. He's 10 years old now. His name is Rocco. He's a local in the neighborhood in downtown Manhattan. And uh, he's, he also has autism. And um, his mother had told me she was afraid to uh, take him to a haircutting place, you know, because she didn't want her child to have a sensory overload. So she didn't want to feel uncomfortable. So then, uh, so we took it a little slow. You know, I didn't just put him on the chair and start cutting his hair. What we did was uh, I first introduced myself and uh, I allowed him to touch my tools so he can, uh, you know, become more comfortable with the idea of getting a haircut. And, uh, you know, after the second and third visit, he, you know, he, he liked it so much that he just sat finally and let us cut his hair. And his mother told us that she had never seen him, uh, you know, act in that particular way, that she was, very, you know, in a way she was taken back, you know. And um, so from that moment on, every time we'd see him in the neighborhood, he'd greet us and we'd greet him in return. So we developed a relationship, a really close bond. So I, I think a lot of clients uh, with autism uh, really appreciate uh, what we're trying to do, uh, what we're trying to do. Oh, I just love what you're doing. And you can't use razors on the skin. Tell us why. Well, the, the razor razors are very sharp, so it's it uh, you know when when you touch the skin with it, it might you know some people are sensitive, might irritate their skin, you know, let alone people with sensory disabilities. So uh, it's you know you have to be very delicate. So in order to uh, avoid any um, any irritation or any like uh, sensory overload, we don't use the razor at all. And so, has this caught on? And have there been other Clients and customers with special needs that are coming to Barber's Blueprint. Oh yeah, little by little, gradually, we've noticed uh, more people coming in with sensory disabilities. We, you know, when you go to our website on barbersblueprint.com, you can book an appointment online, and we have a separate ser- service called Sensory Inclusive Haircut. I didn't That's awesome. Description of the service and what's involved, so people kind of, you know, they know what they're getting beforehand. You must, you and your wife must feel so great about this. Oh yeah, it's really an amazing feeling to, you know, to help people with sensory overload. I mean, it's something we're very passionate about, as I had mentioned earlier, and it just, get, you know, it gives us a sense of fulfillment. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of my wife, you know, coming up with this idea and doing the research. You know, I think it's really been paying off for us. And your wife has quite a name in the in the the world of hairdressing. Oh yeah, she's been a hairstylist for many, many years. She uh, she's worked with <clears throat> numerous big names in the industry. Uh, she's also a makeup artist, so she's been in the industry for a very long time as well as I have. And and so, this is an opportunity again to really and truly change something. So, who I, honestly, Arthur, I never even thought about this until I heard heard about your salon, Barber's Blueprint, and what you guys are doing. And I just, I'm just blown away by it. I just think it's so awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know that you and, are uh, – go ahead. Because we, we don't know the, – the, each, you know, they say 
they they say in the world of autism, how many different forms of autism are there? And they say if you have autism, that's how different it is. So each person has their own. There's no two two types of autism, is what they say. That's absolutely correct. Yes, there are different uh, levels of autism. Uh, you know, you can be uh, on on the spectrum, and uh, there are other you know other terminology. So you know. You know, some people have uh, autism, but it's not that severe. Others have uh, autism that's a little more severe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and autism affects people in different ways, people who have Absolutely, it. absolutely. Hey, Arthur, congratulations. You get the gold star for the week. You really do. This is pretty amazing story. What's the website? How can people find out more about what you guys are doing and, and support your salon? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity of having uh, having me on the show. It's truly uh, an honor. Uh, our website is, is uh, barbersblueprint.com. So anyone can just go onto our website, and then there's a tab there that says Book Online. And they can press the tab, and uh, they can take it from there. Awesome. Thanks so much for being with us today. And no we will be, we'll be back in just a moment. This is Frankie Boyer. You're listening to us on... Biz Talk Radio, biztalkradio.com. Stay tuned. And the new Frankie Boyer site will be up in a couple of weeks. We'll keep you posted to when that's going on, too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Biz Talk Radio, America's home for business talk. Online at BizTalkRadio.com. And welcome back. It is Frankie Boyer. I am so excited. Biz Talk Radio. Joining me is the author of a new book, Kiss Me Swami, The Spiritual Education of a Beauty Queen. And the question is, how did a chubby, sickly little girl from a working class family in Maryland overcome her challenging beginnings and evolve into the woman who went on to check off every dream and aspiration, romance, celebrity, adventure she ever conceived of. And she is with us today to talk about this incredible book. Boy, Kathleen, Kathleen, what a story you have. Kathleen Turner Davis, welcome to the program. So you found yourself in between old Hollywood and new Hollywood in the 60s and 70s in in the front row. Mm -hmm. You also lived in the famed Dakota building in New York City 
where Leonard Bernstein and John Lennon, just a few names, <laughs> were neighbors. You had a very intense relationship and lifelong friendship with Gary Marshall, the comedian. I mean, you've come had close encounters with Troy Donahue. You've kissed El- you've kissed Elvis Presley. You learned how to eat spaghetti from Frank Sinatra. I mean, holy moly, what a story. Well, thank you very much. Some of those adventures were a lot of fun. A lot of fun, and I was very very fortunate. But I do talk about in the beginning of the book of wishing upon a star and I thought that was the most relevant part because as young we get programmed our subconscious mind very very important and every night I would see the first star and wish upon it or if there weren't a star in the sky I I make one up and I put one there and I wished for these things. I wished that, oh, maybe I'll do a movie one day and I'll be on television as a little girl would wish. And I did it for years and years. And I, and I say in the book, I programmed my subconscious mind. So it was kind of that law of attraction and there was nothing in the way of my believing or my imagination that those things could happen. But also at the same time, coming from a, you know, my mom was an alcoholic for about, I think, uh, eight years, and I didn't have the the greatest childhood or the most stable childhood. And I also talk about being programmed in other ways, that I wasn't good enough, I didn't have what it took, really, for the big things. So we all have all these messages going on inside of them. So the book, basically, I hope people can take away for themselves some tools and insights for their own journey that I have found helpful for me. Um, tell us some of the highlights of of your life, and then you wanted more and sought out more of a spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. Well, as a little chubby girl, as I said in the book, that I was very low self-esteem. It was my dad one evening had me watch the Miss America pageant. And you were probably too young, but Marianne Mobley was crowned that night, and I watched her do her victory lap down the runway. And as a lot of young girls, I dreamt of, of being in pageants. And my dad uh, encouraged that and told me I could. So I kind of got groomed for it. I picked up baton twirling and dance lessons to prepare. So somehow along the line I was preparing to be an entertainer, although I did want to be a psychiatrist and did want to go to school uh, for that because being in the hospital I saw a lot of suffering and I knew that I wanted to help people. So I knew that someday I would do that. But the highlights really were when I came to L.A. and and getting a movie right away and meeting Elvis and meeting some of the people here. It was just an amazing, like Alice in Wonderland adventure mm-hmm. for me. It was it was fun, but I also at the same time knew that I wasn't emotionally prepared to stay in L.A. That. I wasn't a trained actress, and I did want to be an actress. And that I knew that the opportunities were coming to me, but that I I wasn't equal with them. 
And so I left after three years and went to New York. What was it like for you when you got to New York? Well, I fell in love with New York as soon as my feet hit the pavement. I mean, that city felt at home to me. And I talk about, you know, I was single when I first came to New York, but very shortly I met my first husband and was married within the year. So that was kind of crazy and very impulsive. And But New York was incredible because it was still the day when the great acting teachers were around, Stella Adler, Lee Strasberg, Stanford Meisner. Mm-hmm. So to really study with Stella and to really be in a class that was just so amazing, and she herself was the most brilliant individual I have ever met in my life up to this day. And then to be there during the human potential movement and being, I think S was 1971, yeah. early 70s started yeah. in San Francisco, but then it moved to the big cities and, of course, New York. So all of these self, you know, personal growth things were happening, and I was right there. I mean, I was doing them all. So, and it was exciting. It was a very exciting time in New York and for me. But, you know, I say to people, you know, I was young, and, you know, you're you're young and you're free, and you just, you just plunge into things. Yeah, so it was yeah. Really, really fun times, I have to say. Um, you were, you were, you had a, a, a an acquaintance with the late John Lennon. Mm-hmm. I did. What was he like? Well, Yoko was the friendly one. <laughs> he was very nice. He was always very nice, and would always say hello. But Yoko was very, very friendly and sweet, and I. You know, living in the building, it was kind of a, a a building where the neighbors knew each other, and a lot of the young children in the building would play with each other. So my kids went to, to Sean's birthday parties, and he went to my children's. And a couple of years they did it at Tavern on the Green in Central Park. But I do remember uh, the last birthday party a couple months before John was killed, and um, I was fortunate enough to sit next to him during lunch at that party and we were talking about music school and I said well I'm going to send my children to music school next year and he said why would you do that that's insane they'll mess them up and I said well really I'm not musical and how do you expect them to learn it unless you want to teach them and he said well you know you'll send them to my apartment and I'll be happy to and it, a conversation went like that, and, of course, he was shot um, two months later. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, something very strange happened as we were leaving, and I haven't told this story, but I did say it in the book, that when we were leaving, John said, oh, oh, you know, I'll, we'll be here, I'll see you next year, and for the next 18 years we'll be here. And I remember getting an eerie feeling. And I said, no, we won't. I don't think so. And I looked at him, and he was shocked that I said that. It was as if he turned white. And I quickly said, 
come on, John, you know Sean's not going to want to be here when he's 20 years old <laughs> with you and everybody here. And he laughed. He said, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, maybe next year. And, you know, it, it was just the strangest moment. And um, I'm not going to say a premonition, but it was just that weird moment and it, there. And then, of course, um, the two months later, as he was walking back from a recording session, um, he was shot. So. Mm, so sad, just so sad. It was awful. Horrible. Um, your book is just filled with one story after another. Kiss Me, Swami, and give us the best website of how people can find out more about you and your amazing life that you've had. Thank you, thank you. Well, com. And the book is on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for being with us. This is a real pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. And we will be back in just a moment. I'm Frankie Boyer, and this is Biz Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Biz Talk Radio, America's home for business talk. Online at biztalkradio.com. And welcome back. It is Frankie Boyer. Joining us today, right here on Biz Talk Radio, is Curtis Stone. And by the way, restaurateur, author, media personality, businessman, and Michelin starred. Jeff, how is that sounding, Curtis? And welcome. It's such a pleasure. <laughs> what an intro. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, uh, first of all, I don't know how you balance all of this. All of this. I mean, your life must be crazy. It is. You know, I think, um, and that's part of the beauty of it, isn't it? You know, I love what I do, and I get to do it every day. And um, I think that that's sort of, yes, a challenge, but also... Um, there's, some, there's something beauty in the chaos, you know. There's running the restaurants and being there late at night, but then coming home and having to be a good dad and be present and enjoy my kids and my wife. And um, I kind of, I kind of enjoy the madness of it all somehow. Right. Um, when you 
first, when you first began and you started talking about whole foods, healthy foods, whole, whole foods in, in, in ingredients, people thought you were a little crazy at first. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> you know, look, the, the, the core for any great restaurant, the key to any great household um, and cooking there is freshness. It's fresh, healthy ingredients. And if you start there, you're in a good place. And, um, you know, when you get at home, you, your challenge, of course, is how do I keep it fresher longer? Um, and, you know, I partnered up with the guys from Bosch who developed this incredible French door bottom mount refrigerator that has a four-point farm fresh system and has things that probably don't mean anything to you but are amazing, like the Vita Fresh Pro that controls the humidity and the temperature um, in different compartments of the fridge. So you can really, you know, you can organize yourself in a way that sets you up for cooking good, healthy, delicious food all the time. And when you're getting, you know, up to three times longer on your fruit and veg, then it's a total game changer for you because it means that you're saving money, you're cutting down on waste, and you've got better ingredients to cook with. So, um, you know, it's, it's not just about the ingredients. It's about the tools that you have um, at your disposal as well. And you have a recipe, so we're getting a real recipe from Curtis Stone. Go ahead and, and um, share your recipe with us because this sounds really awesome. Oh, you got it. So this is something I made for my boys when they got home from one of their first days back at school um, as a little snack. It's a crostini, but it's a sweet crostini. So, you know, as strawberries and raspberries are sort of coming to the end of their season, what I did was cook the strawberries for two minutes with a little maple syrup and a little lemon zest, and then you remove it from the heat, you throw your raspberries in so those raspberries sort of start to melt, and then I just spread my crostinis with a, a little... Um, uh, ricotta, and that ricotta, of course, has a little bit of sweetness, and then the berries come on top, um, and it's just a really simple little um, snack or a good way to sort of end a um, like a, a cocktail party or something. Very nice. I love that recipe. And, and for those of us that are gluten-free, you can use um, a gluten-free base for it as well. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be. Yeah, and there's actually a very shishi restaurant in Boston, Curtis, that is serving that ricotta with um, a a beautiful strawberry, uh, fresh strawberries on the side, and a little thing that they make. Oh, yum! Yeah, yeah. So you can even use that as a as a little sidebar for it. But you know, I think were you always creative? in the kitchen, was this something that you always loved doing, playing around with your food? It was. You know, I've been obsessed with how things taste since I was a kid. My granny was uh, from Yorkshire, up in England, and um, she used to make this delicious sweet fudge. And whenever I'd go to visit her, she'd be like, you know, I'd say to her, can we make a fudge? And she'd be like, sure. sure. And she'd put me in the kitchen, and, you know, from a very young age, I sort of got into the the art of like mixing stuff together and seeing how different things tasted next to each other and um, I fell in love with it really young and it's never left me so I feel lucky I get to do what I love every morning. I know it's a wonderful thing to be able to do that and I love the fact that we're talking about fresh ingredients we're talking about things that we really need to be in a part of our lives. We sure do you know I think as we sort of think about health and think about looking after ourselves and the people we care about, 
when you start pulling it all back and saying it's actually pretty simple. You need good quality ingredients. You need to keep them fresh as long as you possibly can. You need to be organized. You need to make sure life's as simple as possible so that you've got time for the good stuff, which is sitting around a table talking to one another and hanging out and you know, doing some fun things. So, um, yeah, to me, to me, food makes all of that possible. And now that you have the Michelin star, what's that like? It's, look, it was a lifelong dream of mine. You know, I, I grew up cooking in Michelin-starred restaurants, and then when you sort of, um, when they announced that they were coming to Southern California, it was a nerve-wracking little period. I thought, my goodness, what happens if I don't get one? You know, I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted it, and I've always sort of, you know, chalked it up to, oh well, they're not here, so there's not much I can do about it. But um, yeah, getting that news was was really special and um, super motivating for the team. You know, the chefs that work with me are all motivated, hard-working um, young people, and they, they all want, want to sort of achieve greatness, and this is sort of their way of, um, you know, getting that nod of a hat that says congratulations mm-hmm. and inspires us to do even more. You have a new PBS show coming out. It's called Field Trip with Curtis Stone. Tell us a little bit about it. So it's about um, sort of that coming up with a menu. So what we used to do at Maud was we used to develop a menu based around a single ingredient. We'd do a 10-course menu, and that ingredient would be featured in every course. We decided to evolve the concept, and we replaced the ingredient with a wine region. So we now go to that wine region, we discover, we taste, we, we imagine, you know, we look at the history and the culture of the place, and then we try and do an interpretive menu based around that region. Um, and it's taken us to places like Rioja and Burgundy and Champagne and Western Australia. And, um, and what we've done now is we've, we've started making a show on that R&D trip, you know, that, that sort of time we have a bit of fun and we get to taste some beautiful food and take the audience along with us. Oh, we, we are out of time, but what a fun experience chatting with celebrity chef Curtis Stone, organizing life work, kitchen, cookbooks, every kind of thing imaginable he has created. Thank you so much, Curtis, for bringing good, healthy food back to America. You are so welcome. It's been a pleasure, and thank you so much for the time today. And congratulations on the Michelin star. And we'll be back next time. This has been another edition of the Frankie Boyer Show for BizTalk Radio. Thanks for listening. Make it a great day, and as always, smile. Smile, even though it's breaking When there are clouds in the sky You'll get by With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine But we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky <gasps> No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.